Okay, guys, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Culture Captures Spotlight Podcast. My name is Joe, and on the phone with me today is producer JJ Turn Me Up. Yo, 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 what's up? Thanks for joining us today, man. For sure. Um, so, <clears throat> like we were kind of just talking about, you've worked a little bit with Chase the Money. Um, you've helped co-prod some of the songs on his latest projects, and you've also worked with Rappy the Plug, um on some of his songs so can you talk about what it's been like working with them and just you know let's just start there uh, yeah it's been like an overall like cool experience like working with like chase and shit like that was like the first like 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 real person to like who's like up to like really messing me and stuff so it was like like it was cool so i was like bro like i gotta keep going with this so i can mess with my dude and he can mess with me and just popped up and ever since then, we just kept working. Like, our energy just keeps us flowing and bouncing off and going. Do you work with him in person, or do you work with him, um, <clears throat> do you work with him, like, virtually? Uh, both. Like, at first, like, like, he found out through me, uh, found out about me, uh, virtually. But then, like, I started going to L.A., and so me and him, like, kind of just do, like, both back and forth. So, and how do you, and how do you find you? Um, he found me like through my Instagram page because I had uh, I used to like DM him because I was like a fan of his music like even before he knew me. So it was kind of just like like on some cool stuff. I kept like DMing him. And, uh, he kept seeing my messages and like liking them. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna keep messaging him. Then one day he was like, yo, like you trying to work? And I was like, like whoa, type stuff. So I was just like, you know, let me keep going with this. That's really cool. And like. What were you doing? What were you doing before? Like when before he hit you up, and like when you when you kind of were like just kind of slid into his DMs and just messaging him like as a fan. Like what were you working on in terms of your music, and like where were you at in your career? Like right before that, I had my my uh, my first big placement with like Yak Gotti. Oh yeah. Uh, he kind of saw that. He sent me it and he like sent me like flame emojis and stuff. He's like, oh, you might as well let me turn you up type thing. So I was like, all right, bet. So you know, we just kept working off of that. Off the string. And how the how the Yak Gotti um how the Yak placement happened? Yeah, like through email, my boy uh on froze. He uh he was like, yo, like I got an email for uh, Yak Gotti. This is like before he was like this is like when he was like first got free. So I was like, all right, bet I'm keep sending stuff to his email. So me and Yak Gotti got at least like ten songs together, but it's only like one that dropped on YouTube. So you got more common with him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I was when I was looking up your Instagram last night, like getting ready for the interview. I I remember seeing that, and I forgot to mention it earlier. But um, he's super cool, and like, do you feel like with like the YSL circle in general, like, do you want to be tapped in with them more going forward? Would you say that's like a goal of yours? Yeah, it's most definitely. That's like like one of my dream places to like be on like anything with like YSL. What did you think of uh, Slime Language too? That shit was hard. Definitely mess with that yeah. Um, so how long have you been producing? Like when did you start um just making music? Not necessarily putting it out, but like when did you when do you kinda like first remember like having a liking for making it? I mean, I think I started when I was like fifteen. Like I'm eighteen now, but I started like my sophomore year of high school because I really was like before like even like making my first beat, I was really like into like Detroit music and stuff. And I really love like Detroit instrumentals, and I was just like throwing them in like Garage Band, just like start messing with them. And I was like, all right, well, 
when I turned 16, I got like my first job, and then I got, um, you know, my laptop, and I just downloaded FL Studio, and I, I really started making beats and went up from there. Do you just use FL, or do you use like Logic Pro or other ones? No, I just FL Studio. I don't really use it. I, one day I want to try like Ableton and stuff, but that's in the future. I've heard Ableton's like, I don't produce, but I tried to, and I was really bad at it. A lot of my friends do and stuff. But I've heard that Ableton is like the hardest one out of all of them. Yeah, Ableton, like, it's a little, like, more difficult. I had somebody, like, one of these uh, folks from, like, Brockhampton. Uh, they tried to show me how to use Ableton, but I just really haven't downloaded it and really got into it. Mm. I had, like, a, a work mode where I just got to keep learning and keep uh, growing with the stuff I already know right now, so... Cool. And like, what what city are you from? I'm from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. All right. So, like, what um, what's just like the Florida music scene like? Like, growing up in Florida, like, who, like, what rappers were you listening to before you were putting music out? And like, now that you're an artist, like, who are some rappers that are just in the Florida area that you really want to be like working with? I think like in the future, I probably want to work with like uh, like Kodak Black. Maybe get a song with Young Boy. Um, I want to get a song with uh, Ski Mask Clump God too. I know you're down here from Florida. Yeah. I love Home all done. So definitely want to tap in with the Florida scene a little bit. Yeah. What was it like? Like, what were some of your? What are some like underground artists that like some people may not know a lot about um, in the Florida area that you may be listening to? Um, I don't really have any like underground rappers specifically in Florida that I'm listening to in like general. I really like I really don't get like tapped in with like uh underground Florida artists. I get tapped in with like underground like Detroit artists and underground Chicago artists uh mainly. Oh, okay. So who are you tapped in with in Chicago? Uh my boy Kill Carter, uh You said Valet, sorry, like it chopped up a little bit. Yeah, Valet, Velisa, uh Kill Carter. Oh, cool. All them folks out there, those are my, uh, those are my folks. That's hard. And like, how did you get the? How did you get paired up with Valet? Uh, Valet, uh, really through like chasing like uh, Kill Carter for real, because Kill Carter is, is Valet's uh, brother. Oh, okay. So, have you? I'm assuming you've worked with them like in person in the studio and stuff. No, no I actually haven't. We, but those are my boys. You cut out again, bro. Sorry. Um, no, you good. I was saying that um, I haven't linked with them yet, but I'm about to this summer. Oh, okay. That's right. What, are you going to go out to LA or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. When did, so when did you start making, like, you said earlier, um, when you were talking about, like, the Chase stuff, how you, like, for, that's when you first kind of started going to LA. Like, when did you start making those trips? Because that's kind of a big deal for people in this industry. You know what I mean? Like, when you first start making those trips, especially, like, at your age, so when did you kind of first start doing that and like kind of talk about it a little bit, you know? I started like going like, I, I just started going in like uh, February, I think. I said I went to February for, for one week and then I went, uh, I think it was March for two weeks. So I'm going to go back out there for a few months. After. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. so I've just been going out there and like, my first time, like, stepping out of the studio, like, out of my own, like, personal, like, home studio and stuff. So it was kind of just, like, 
everything was brand new to me, like working with people, studio etiquette, all that good stuff. So it was really like brand new to me. And I really, that's when I really started like putting myself in work mode. Talk about that like work mode you just said, like going more into detail about like what it's like kind of being in your bag, if you will. You know what I mean? Right. Like in LA, like it's like no distractions. Like what you're in there for is what you're there for. So what you doing? Like I'm making beats like all day long, tapping in with other people all day long, networking, like getting up, like what's the next move? Like every day, all day, I could be in three different studios in one day, like just work mode, connecting, doing what you got to do. I feel like that's like the producer grind too is like when you go to LA and like you're you're not from LA you know what I mean like you you're out there and, and it's really head down like you know there's no type of rotation and schedule it's just like studio 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 right yeah for sure like it's never like a planned out like scheduled out day it's kind of just like whatever the move is you just go and do it and like were you expecting that like the first time you you went out there to be honest, I really didn't even know what to expect. I kind of just went there and seen what it was like. And I was like, wow, like, we really been in, like, work mode, like, all day, every day. So it was, like, it was very brand new to me. Yeah, that's cool, bro. And um, I want to talk about your, like, recent placements. Like, Chase the Uchis just dropped, like, what, the, the time of recording this a few days ago um, on all platforms. And his SoundCloud tape, too, you have a couple um Plat like placements on that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, actually got that um Chase the Uchi thing. I was in that was my first week in LA, and he was like, "Yo, like, send me some loops." I was like, "I bet." So I sent like some loops that you know me and my boy uh, Max Kruger did, and so he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm messing with this one." And he was like, "I'm gonna play it for Ralphie tomorrow." And the next day, I was actually leaving LA, so he ended up playing it for him the next day, and he got on it. And then eventually a uh, problem and a uh, good finesse got on that too. Yeah, what was it like seeing like other rappers hop on your song? Like you're expecting it just to be kind of like Chase's thing and see where he takes it, but then you see like three, four artists kind of hopping on something you made. That's really dope. Like it's dope. Like you know, to see like work with other people that you don't even know, and then you can find out about them, and then find out they actually like cool people. And you can tap in with them as well because you're like, hey, I got work with you. Yeah, right. You can start, you kind of like open that door and like build a new bridge in terms of like, oh, word, I can start sending you packs and stuff like that. Not for sure. Yeah, that's cool as hell. And like, what, like, what do you think really made you get into producing? Like, what was like kind of the calling for you of like, damn, I'm going to just start doing this? Was it like just seeing like how many people were doing it or was it like something kind of more personal? Like, honestly, I just really like love music. Like, it's really like nothing more than that. Like, I was like a fan like of making beats before I really knew like anything about like producing culture or like anything like that. It was just something that came naturally. And then really with like, I think I really started loving like beats a little bit more when I started like hearing like more like Detroit beats and just listening to like little stuff. And I was like, well, I want to try this. And eventually it just took off and I kept advancing and kept getting more, you know, progressing and my, you know, and my style and stuff like that. So. If you, like, it's kind of hard. Like, I don't want you to box yourself in. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, yeah. that's kind of doing yourself in a service. But, like, kind of describe yourself for listeners. You know what I mean? Like, what? how would you describe your, like, if you were to make a pitch to, like, your favorite artist, how would you describe your style? I don't know. I, I would kind of describe it kind of, like, weird. I like to make, like, weird stuff. But, like, weird stuff, like, in a cool way. Like, you wouldn't notice. I'm like, like, I make my beats a little bit different than everybody else. 
So like if you get in like the studio with me, you gotta think, well, this kind of weird, but it sounds fire. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, no, and like, what do you think about just artists in general that are moving in the more experimental, like, sound route versus kind of like your cut, copy, paste beats, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mess with that. That's why I like to find artists who, like, tapping into a whole different, their own way, because to be honest, if everybody's cutting up into the same wave, nothing's gonna pop out, but if you're making your own wave, it's gonna take you to the top. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, do you feel like, the importance of sounds like with recent shit like TikTok and like that being a huge focus in the industry as a producer do you kind of think about that in the back of your mind sometimes like damn like I could make like some quirky ass beat or like just something different as hell and like watch it blow up on that platform right like that would like bring in like like hella streams and stuff just like simple stuff or like something weird that would like you know create like a trend or like a dance or you know even just like memes in general like that was like go crazy bring a lot of traction to you know your profile the artist profile your career how the career growth so i really think about stuff like that too yeah um let's talk about you a little bit in terms of just like what you do on the side in terms of music and stuff like do, have you finished high school yet no i'm about to graduate in like two weeks no congrats man are, are you gonna do college or no no, I don't. I think college is scam. To be honest. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't blame you. I'm in, I'm in it. I'm in the middle of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It can be limiting, especially when you're trying to travel. Like, for people listening yeah, out there who are in college, like, go for for like what your major requires. You know what I mean? But like, right. if you feel like there's a path, especially with music, you know what I mean? Like, you can really just skip out on all of those loans, skip out on those big payments, and like those big decisions. You know what I mean? And just focus on what right. you want to build. If you don't know what you're doing in college, I mean, what you doing there? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you, man. Like it. It especially now. Like I feel like even 15, 20 years ago, though, like there wasn't as much pressure on kids like our age. Because like I'm around your age. Like I'm, I'm twenty. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I was going through it like just like you were a couple years ago with the whole college thing. And it's like I feel like that pressure now in like society and in schools and shit like it just doesn't matter in terms for like what you're trying to do in a lot of ways right. you know what i mean like especially if it's out in like a different industry you know what i mean like if you're doing some science stuff or medical nursing whatever engineering like there's obviously certain majors like you got to go to school for but right. i think there's just there's still so much out there that like you can still just like jump into and like producing is an example of it in the music industry especially because it's like you can create right at your own home like you just need certain packs and and like a you know space to do it right exactly like i'm assuming when you started like you weren't in studios day one were you no nah, right. I, I had to build my own studio exactly exactly and it's like it takes effort and hustle but it's like when you when you put that hustle and effort forward every day for like it builds and like i'm assuming like that's how you've kind of gotten to get where you've gotten so far right right just investing yourself yeah that's hard man i mean how how do you feel about like the people around you like do you feel like you have a raw support team and shit yeah for sure i wouldn't be around them if they weren't a raw support team like i feel like people who push me every day to do better if they're not doing that then i don't know why i'm talking to you if i'm being honest like people who push me like hey do this or Hey, I'm gonna send like you know this pack to this person. Can you send me these, or or you need to come out here to do this and that. Like people who push me to get out of my comfort zone and do what I gotta do, those people I want to be around. Yeah, and what are some like what are some hobbies that like 
you have, you know what I mean? Like, what are some things that you do and turn like that just isn't music? You know what I mean? Like when you have the free time. To be honest, I really don't be doing anything else except for music. Like I, like this is the only thing I really do. That's all. You don't have like so it's it's music like seventy hours of the week. Like I do, I go music it's like school music, and that's literally it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, again, like with high school, it's not like college where it's like you know you can bend your time a lot. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know how, like, credit to you for real to be able to, like, finish and, like, get out and, like, get the diploma and everything. Because it's, like, it's really, really hard to, people don't understand, like, doing school in any kind of capacity and, like, trying to be in the industry is very challenging. Because the industry is demanding, especially when you're an artist, you know? Right. Um, like, um, like, going to, like, LA and stuff, like, and I was going to LA and I was doing, like, online school. Yeah, right. I was doing, yeah, I was doing online school. And I was like, I'm trouble like when I was going to LA, so I was like, you know, I gotta keep coming back home and try to catch up on work and finish school. So it it, it is difficult to like balance. Like, um, you know, school and and you know, music. And where like do you feel like the pandemic in a way kinda like with the online schooling, like how long were you online for? I've been like online like all year. Like, just because I want to, like, keep focusing on music and be able to do it, like, off from home. Yeah, was it easier for you to be all online? I'm, I'm guessing it was, like, way easier to be mobile and stuff and, like, make those trips to L.A. Out of school or, like, missing school because I could just log in my computer and sign in, you know, do attendance. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So what are some things you see yourself doing in the future? Like, who are some other producers um, in the industry that you haven't had the chance to work with or cross paths with that, like, one day you will work with type thing? Um, I'll probably, I definitely want to get in with uh, Pirates. I want to get in with uh, my boy Kill Retta, um, Richie South, Southside, of course, uh, Metro. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. What do you, you said Southside, of course, like, where would you rank him in terms, like, right now, you know, in the landscape of producers, where would you kind of put him in, in your, like, personal opinion? He's definitely, like, top dogs, for sure. Like, definitely, like, one of my inspirations, like, especially when I first, like, started it, I was just going on YouTube, look up Southside Live, and all that stuff was just inspiring me, just, like, get up, start making beats, so he's definitely, like, one of the top dogs I want to work with. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame him. DY Crazy, ATL Jacob, and all of them too. Yeah, I feel like the whole, like, just 808 Mafia crew, like, they're just, their beats are just something different, you know what I mean? Like, they have a different punch to them. Um, like, my friends in the scene who are producers and shit, like, it's the same reach in terms of, like, yeah, we want to be in with them, you know what I mean? And, like, I feel like that's just a general consensus with the artists, too, is, like, every every big project is, has um, Southside's hands on it somewhere like he's got at least one or three co-prods or whatever it is so most definitely yeah and the way he's been moving for years too it's like it's kind of raw you know what I mean and um I mean I don't know I hope he's I hope he starts rapping again yeah me too that'd be cool um so you earlier too when you were just talking about it you were saying like you used YouTube a lot to kind of like teach you and like kind of show you like i'm assuming type beats right and like that whole notion of like i can search people i fuck with you know in my ears and like learn what they're doing like 
how instrumental was that for you to just kind of get to the point where you're at now? It was like, like to be honest, like when I was learning how to like make beats and stuff, like on a computer and stuff, like I was really just looking up like, like Chase the Money Live, Pyrex, with but he's like five beats from like a, a laptop. I want to do it too. So I just kept watching them and kept like learning that. And that's crazy because, you know, at the end of the day, Chase reached out to me. Yeah, that's pretty special, man. I mean, it's definitely a pretty, like, uh, ridiculous feeling when, like, you get that reach out from a big artist and, like, you, that connection kind of starts. And, like, I don't know. Can you talk about it again a little bit? Like, what was kind of going through your mind? Almost not, like, business-wise, just kind of, like, as a person. Like, shit, this is really about to kind of, like, be different now. Yeah, because that was, like, like first person, like, you know, with a big follow-up, with little checks, like, reach out to me. And so I was like, whoa, like, Things really about to change now. Like I could really like do what I uh, want to do. And like when you graduate, when you graduate from high school, like, is the plan for you to kind of stay in Florida, or are you trying to maybe pop out to LA more like full time? Uh, probably uh, pop out to LA a little bit. There we go. Um, yeah, that's cool, bro. I mean, I don't really have much else, honestly, to ask. Um, so. You know, can you tell people where to find your music and like where to follow you on social media and stuff? Uh, definitely check me out on Instagram and uh, Twitter at JJ Turn Me Up. You can uh, follow my SoundCloud too at uh, JJ Turn Me Up. And then if you look up, you know, probably JJ Turn Me Up on YouTube, you can find all my work and uh, a lot of it's on SoundCloud as well. Perfect, man. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight podcast. Uh, tune in again next week for another episode.